Listener Production. The big gun batsmen are here. Let's go behind the scenes here. In the nets with the Aussies. So this noise is after having a coffee with Mitchell Stark, wandering back to the hotel. Boys are playing cricket locally, and they are all over the big band. They have come from everywhere. Don't worry, I will protect you. It's next level from Ricky now. There's people coming from everywhere. The big six foot six quickie stands out in the crowd, to be fair. Thank you, man. Thank you. You like Starkey? Yes, yes. Starkey's the bad Morning, Monday the 6th of November, just after noon. No game today. So I've been spending the morning doing a bit of research on Afghanistan, who play Australia tomorrow. And you start reading about this cricket team and where they've come from. And I'll try and get to research a bit later on. These guys have got an amazing story to tell and they're playing well. So being everyone sort of in the same area, at this World Cup, I thought, well, maybe we can try and catch up with the coach of Afghanistan, a gentleman by the name of Jonathan Trott. So send your cricket feelers out. And I got in touch with the great Bharat Sundarayson, who we need to meet on this show, more of Bharat later. He went around with a couple of people, got a number. I messaged through to Jonathan, saying I'd love to have a chat with him. And he's in the hotel here. He says, come down at 12.30, say good day, and let's have a chat about Afghanistan. So that's what we're going to do now. Jonathan, great to see you, mate. Nice to meet you you as well. Yeah, I'm really good, mate. Sorry I'm a bit formal. I've got to go and do something after this. I just want to sneak around the back here. Well, Jonathan, great to meet you. I've spent the morning researching Afghanistan. There seems to be so many stories now. People joining us on the show, this is a man that made 100 against Australia on debut. He came out to... Australia in 2010-11, he took the ashes off us, made a big hundred in Brisbane, man of the match Boxing Day. You seem to like batting in Australia, Trotty. I love, uh, you know, obviously playing for England in, in Australia. It's a great rivalry in history. I, and it, whenever we've toured there, we obviously had the World Cup there uh, last year, T20, and um, had a bit of rain, unfortunately, in Melbourne and wiped out two of our games. But I've always liked touring Australia, had a few Lions tours as well. Um, and, and so it's... It's always a good place to go play good competitive cricket. Now, coaching Afghanistan, as I said, I spent the morning reading about your team. Have you been to Afghanistan first or you haven't been able no, to? Unfortunately, we, obviously there's no cricket there, there's no fixtures scheduled what? there. So we do a lot of training. We're, we're very lucky. We're looked after by the Abu Dhabi cricket. So all our, all our camps and stuff are at the excellent facilities in Abu Dhabi. Um, and, you know, we're really fortunate to have that. Um, so, but there's always logistical nightmares with regards to visas for the players and that sort of stuff, getting visas and travelling around and going via other countries to get to other countries. And Due to the fact they're from Afghanistan? Well, just in general, I think just organise, you know, getting everybody together and the transport is not as, you know, getting everywhere we go, we have to go via Dubai. Right. So all the players have got, you know, um, UAE visas with regards to that and... Um, payment is done by the ICC and all that sort of stuff. So there's all little, um, you know, uh, testing circumstances, but I think that's what makes the guys, you know, quite galvanised and and a unique sort of uh, team environment and uh, cohesiveness, yeah. Tell me about some of the stories of these fellas. Like, obviously Afghanistan has had its issues for, you know, 40, 50 years. There's a long history of war. Tell me about the stories of some of these blokes that are now 
playing international cricket and at this World Cup winning games as well, doing really well. Yeah, it's, it's great and that's the thing as a coach, you know, a lot. Of, I've been with them since August of last year and um, to see the, the light on their faces but also the, the, the light that it brings to the nation. So they're very in tune with what's going in the country, even though they're not there. They're very aware of um, the joy that they bring and who they're representing. Do you have any idea of where some of these guys have grown up yeah. and what their journey has been? I, I, I'll be honest with you, um, a lot of them were brought up in um, refugee camps. They were born there, as in like displaced. A lot of them were over the border in Pakistan. A lot of them grew up, a lot of, spent a lot of time in Pakistan. So obviously, obviously being Afghani and, and, and um, you know, being very proud of where they come from. And then obviously when things were able to go back, a lot of them would, would, would go back to, you know, their hometowns or villages. So... Uh, I just find the culture, you know, really, really interesting. But also, that, that was the, the, the nice thing for me is getting out of the comfort zone, really, of and putting myself out there. Of, you know, obviously growing up in South Africa and then pl- applying my trade and playing for England. You know, very similar, not the same, but very similar me- ideology about the game and cricket and, and lifestyle. This is a completely new ball game, and I think you know I've and also different, you know, religious views and those things have to be taken into account. For, for example, when we're training, you know, there's always prayer time at sunset and different times of the day. So whenever I have a team meeting, you always have to take that into account, huh. you know. So even if we have a practice from, say, five till five till eight, like one of the first training sessions I had, I literally, I players just started walking off and, and praying and I was sort of like, oh, I had no idea, you know, that sort of stuff. So obviously you become accustomed to those things and, different cultures and the way that the game's spoken about on, uh, and the different passions, certainly in the subcontinent, um, and the way that they uh, think about themselves in the game. I remember talking to Rashid at a big bash game and he was on the mic asking about his family, mate. He said what you said. He said, oh, I'm from a family of eight or nine. Yeah. And he reckoned there was seven better leg spinners in the family than, yeah. than him. But what a cultural experience for you. And we see this game of cricket. A, a man growing up in South Africa, playing for England, now coaching Afghanistan. There's Bangladeshi, the Netherlands are here. Mm. It's, it's something cool about the global nature of cricket now that it's not just the yeah. traditional nations. Yeah, but also the passion. I mean, you know, we, we beat Pakistan for the first time the 50-over game uh, in a World Cup in Chennai, and I've never seen celebrations like that. And I think we have the rivalry between England and Australia, and, and, but I think this, this super sort of transcends cricket, if you like. There's, yes. a, there's a huge rivalry, I think healthy rivalry, or maybe in the past it hasn't been healthy, but, um, you know, the subcontinent fanaticism of cricket and the way that the games played and, and followed, uh, you know, that was next. That was something else, really, and that'll I'll have that for the rest of my life, really. If we can get those sorts of little things right, that'll help us win games like this more often and more consistently. But let's make sure we take this confidence and this belief in this change room now and the happiness, and we apply it to every time we train and every match we play from here on in. Very happy, very excited. You talk about the, the, the cultures and crossing cultures. You know, when, when England or Australia win a test match, we see the shots of beer being sprayed around and the Australians have made a real effort to make Usman Khawaja part of that by removing alcohol from uh, the celebration. Mm. Like, how, do, how does an Afghani team celebrate a World Cup win? Like, Trotty, take me to the oh, room. Oh, mate, well, there's, uh, unfortunately there's videos of me dancing with him. But <laughs> this we, I need to find. I was everywhere. But um, it's a... It's certainly a different thing, and they love music. You know, Rashid's always got the 
the um, ghetto blast, I suppose, in my heyday. She should get an old mate. I don't know. It's like one of those Bluetooth sort of speakers. Yeah, I don't okay. know what they call them now. But, um, and um, we have that on the bus or in the change room and that sort of stuff. So there's always lots of music, lots of dancing. Um, and and uh, the, boys love a, the, the boys love a meme or whatever, like, uh, sort of a video. Um, and so, yeah, it's, you know, it's really cool. Because it's, it's, it's sort of this World Cup... It's been, uh, I've been, as I said, over a year with them and building up to it. And, you know, I'm just glad the guys have got a reward so far for their hard work and hopefully more to come. Mate, I texted you out of the blue. We hadn't met each other. I appreciate you organising to have a chat and just sort of explain what's happening and congratulations with everything you've done in your team. What a great experience for you. Good on you, mate. Yeah, thank you very much. What a lovely chap he was, Jonathan Trott. Um... Bit of a mystery tour now. So the ICC have got a massive digital team, and you know they they put a review of the game out on their channels, and six million people watch it. So it's extraordinary the reach they have. Uh, today, I've been requested to shoot something for the ICC digital team, but I don't know what it is. I've just been told what to wear, and to meet someone out the front at 1 p.m., which it is now. And who knows what will happen. <laughs> so come along for the ride. Sorry, mate. Gate number one and two. Okay. Wanky uh, Stadium. Yep. Okay. Let's give it a go. Which company, sir? ICC. ICC. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Drop the ICC. Go anyway. Hi. Sorry? My name is Anisha. Anisha. I'm the ICCTV producer. How nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Sorry, I just came this side. No, that's okay. That's from. okay. What are we doing? Um, yeah, I'll quickly brief you on the state of affairs. So, yep. Australia will be beginning their training from 2 p.m. officially. Okay. We are being given Stephen Smith. So, we're going to interview Smithy. Yeah, so it's going to be like you watching the nets, whatever you observe. So, I would need you to do a few pieces to camera, like a starting link, opening link, the middle where you say, you know, something interesting that you pick up. Okay. Uh, it could be anything. I leave that to you. If yep. I spot something interesting, I'll let you know. And the closing link. It is like a preview, but it's largely centered around the nets. Okay. But Sounds feel good. free to incorporate as much of the background, like Afghanistan, high on confidence. So are Australia after defeating, knocking England out of the competition. What are you watching here? Is it? Does it feel sweaty? Yeah, hot no problem. To okay. you? It's, it's hot, all right. It's hot, all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. That's pretty much that. So we're going to be speaking to Steve Smith, but tell me a little bit about you, Anisha. You're producing the features. That's right. Okay, so the feature story. So this at the nets that we're doing today, to give people in Australia an idea of the scale, how many people will watch content like this? Well, it goes up on ICC's Facebook and Instagram profile so that's anywhere close to 50 to 80 million people we are yeah, talking gee, about. You better do one. a good job of it then. <laughs> I'm sure you'll do that Mark. You've been a pro for decades and you're absolutely nailing your stuff here in India as <laughs> you did you. during the IPL also. Now you have begun a commentary career. Tell me about the competition for spots in India in a cricket commentary box. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot. I have not commentated in India, by the way. I've commentated in Dubai. Yep. I've commentated in Hong Kong, but not 
gotten the opportunity yet to commentate in India, and that probably says something about the availability of slots, right? Because so is it is it the job? Is it the job? Well, if you've got the talent, if you've got the understanding of the game, why not? And I also happen to be one of the ICC future leaders on the 2023 cohort. So the ICC runs uh, like a mentorship program, and I was selected. Uh, for the current cohort when i'm being mentored by a certain natalie germanos who is part of the commentary yes, panel here and yes. you have worked with her extensively I have. Well, well hopefully at some stage in the ipl i get to sit next to you anisha and i say remember when we were chatting in mumbai and then you'll be there touch wood well i'm done. touching my head <laughs> we're in the middle of the wanketi and the australians are getting set to train so we'll be speaking to Steve apparently soon for the ICC operation. But uh, the great footballer, come cricketer, Alex Carey's out in the middle. I've been trying to explain to people, Kez, what travelling around India is like. What is it like playing here? What's it like actually walking out in the middle in these venues? Uh, yeah, it's an incredible experience. And something you probably can't explain is that you've got um, all different countries playing in, in India and you've got... Indian fans supporting Australians yeah. um, and supporting the other team. Um, if there's a single, it sounds like Virat Kohli scored 100. Um, <laughs> so it's just a, it's a place that's it's really hard not to get up for. Um, yeah, there's no better place to play cricket than in India. You're loved. Just before I let you go, the boys are getting ready to train now. I was out in the middle having a look at the wicket and you said, what do you think? And I said, Alex, I have no idea. Like, <laughs> they're like wickets... You don't see at home. I was describing the other day, it looks like, you know, the Nullarbor colour red, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, it does. And and that's why, again, it's another unique thing about India is that you, you can have a square of 20 wickets and you've got a red clay, a black soil and a hybrid. Um, and you don't know how each of them's going to play. Uh, so what's it like, like in a test match? You've had a test series here and you're going out to bat and Jadeja's on and there's six blokes around the bat and it's 42 degrees. Hope for the best. It's, <laughs> like, it's so oh. foreign to what you will have grown up doing. I mean, yeah, if watching last night's game, India um, v South Africa, uh, you can just see when the momentum gets in India's favour. Um, 100,000 fans. Uh, it's so noisy. So first of all, you're walking out to bat which I actually think as a player, I'd prefer noise than quiet. Yeah. Um, so once you're out in the middle, yeah, you see a guy like Jadeja or Ashwin or Kuldeep or whoever it is, um, yeah, you've got to assess the wicket pretty quickly. Uh, <laughs> Real quick. You've got to have a plan as well. And if you're sitting duck, you can see how, how quickly I can get on top of you. But, um, yeah, it's it's amazing. And, and lucky enough, we, we won a test match here as well in indoor. And you can, once you get the momentum, you try to go with it as long as you can because... Um, you can see how quickly it can change and get away from you. Cares, we appreciate it, mate. Your hey, tour awesome. go beautifully, mate, and uh, <laughs> thanks for joining me. Thanks, Howie. Welcome to the middle of one of the great cricket stadiums on the planet, Wanketi Stadium here in Mumbai. Let's go behind the scenes here in the nets with the Aussies. Smitty, what does a net session involve for you after 8,452 of them in the past? <laughs> no, just to, to get a bit of rhythm. Um, it's nice to be training here at Wanketi. Uh, we're out in the middle. There's uh, there's no net on top here, so it's, uh, it's nice to launch a few balls and see how far you can actually hit it. We've shot the story, so what I'll try and do is take you round a bit of behind the scenes action on Australia training. 
first thing about being an international cricketer, there's a constant stream of people to bowl to you. And the bit that is really cool, like they have the wangers, you know, the coaches throw the wangers, Andre Borovic is in there, Daniel Vittori throwing as Glenn Maxwell's currently batting alongside Marnus Labuschagne. But then what is the coolest part? What is the coolest part is there is net bowlers. So the net bowlers come from wherever and get to bowl to, at this stage, Marnus Labuschagne, ranked the number one test batsman in the world recently. And they get to bowl to him. And just talking to George Bailey, who's over here as a selector, I said, where do these guys come from? He said, I don't know where they come from, but there's left arm spinners that whenever you see them, they look to you like the fifth best spinner in the world. So she's high quality. A complete aside, many, many years ago, a mate of mine, Craig Berger, was very senior at the Essendon Cricket Club and they were bowling to the South Africans before the Boxing Day test. He said, mate, you need to come down and have a bowl. I'm like, no, I can't be bowling to these international cricketers. He said, no, 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 come down. So I thought, I'll just roll down a few medium paces. But then Mickey Arthur, who was the coach, who I've discussed this with since, he said, we need some spinners. And I thought, okay, well, I'll go in the spinners net and try and bowl some, roll out some leggies. So there was a guy called Albie Morkel, the brother of Mornay. So I started bowling to him and he hit me for some... Well, I bowled as well as I could. Like, I was pumped with the way I bowled. He hit me for some of the biggest sixes you have seen in your life. I reckon I bowled 20 overs and got hit for 250 but it was one of the great experiences. So to see the smiles on these net bowlers' faces here, it is absolutely brilliant. But anyway, I digress. So we're out in the middle. They're open nets, so there's no roof on the nets. Um, talking to Steve Smith about it, he said it's great because you can see actually how far you're hitting the ball. So there's five nets set up in the middle, and you just get to bat for as long as you want, which, I don't know. <laughs> when you're for me playing for Bowen Head Sea Crate, and the bloke in charge says, right, how are you up next? And you bat for eight minutes and then you get shuffled out of the nets. Can you imagine just rolling up to a venue like this and getting to bat for as long as you want? Um, so it's brilliant here. It's brilliant to watch. To try and explain the difference between uh, a good batsman and an international batsman, it's not easy to do. But I think the best way to describe it is the sound of the ball off the bat. So this is Josh Inglis batting at the moment. We'll try and get the mic in close enough so you can hear the noise that comes when the ball hits the bat when you're an international cricketer. Here we go. So there's a little spinner coming on, left arm off his, and he just caresses it. I'm not sure if you can hear that. Well, hang on. If you want to hear sound off the bat. So now Glenn Maxwell has walked into the middle. So he's two metres away from me. I'm standing behind a net. Here we go. Let's have a listen to Maxie. And he's cut that back with a point. Now, Maxie said it's well bowled, but he's hit it for four. So that noise off the bat, everything they do is just really crisp and clear and precise. They come right forward or they go right back. They're so defined. And you heard that one. <laughs> so that's gone. <laughs> oh, 23 rows back. Just a small grin from Maxie and he gets back down to it. So... I think Christmas, crispness is the main difference when you're an international batsman. And that's, that's another one from Maxi. So now that's gone for six over the offside. Um, it's pretty good to watch these guys do what they do. Well, the third one for Maxi. Let's see if he can go three in a row. It's short and it's smashed straight and that's six more. So that is the talent of this man. So that's what happens at the training session. It's bloody brilliant. I reckon that'll see us out for episode five. Great to get a 
bit more of an understanding for me and hopefully for you about Afghanistan and Jonathan Trott and how you go about coaching a team that comes from a completely different part of the world with a completely different culture, a different approach to life. Really enjoyed chatting with him. Thanks to Anisha. Thanks to Alex Carey as well, explaining what it is like playing cricket in India. Up next, we go behind the scenes as Maxi goes mad in Mumbai. Extraordinary. Extraordinary. Drops tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Peace and love.